0: Welcome to this podcast from Nutra Ingredients. I'm Stephen Daniels. Intellectual property is a key issue for any industry, and the natural products and nutrition industries are no exception. At the recent HIE, I canvassed opinion on the topic, starting with Carl Crawford from New Zealand's Hort Research.
1: Um, There's two ways to look at IP. There's um, You can look at it waiting for other people to generate the IP, and then you use it to, gen- to, um, to produce a new product. And I guess the advantage of that is it's quite quick, and you don't have to pay for it. The disadvantage is that everybody else can have access to that and you tend to only be able to make uh, relatively soft claims based on that kind of IP. If you generate the IP for yourself, then you own it, Uh, you can use it how you like, you can restrict access for other people to it um, and it's more of a longer-term strategy. costs a bit more to do, um, but it enables you to generate a longer-term sustainable uh, advantage.
0: But does Crawford think that others' borrowing science is damaging for the industry?
1: I don't think it's damaging necessarily because I think we're in a business where the more that people are out there saying that something works, the better it is for cons- at a consumer level. Um, I think that people get annoyed about it, um, but you know you have to work around that. If you're generating the IP, then you have to try and capture that yourself. And if you generate it and you let it go for nothing, then, then you, you, perhaps your IP strategy isn't quite as, uh, as focused as it might be. Victor Ferrari, the CEO of Horfag Research,
0: has a different view. His company's French maritime pine bark extract, called Pycnogenol, has been the subject of almost 100 clinical trials and is protected by international patents. I asked Victor what he thought of the issue of IP.
2: Well, thank you very much, uh, Stephen, for the question. Obviously, uh, Horfag Research... uh is one of the companies who is in the first line with regards to issues relating to intellectual property. Uh, We see in the market and we see at the retail level from time to time people referring to our data and uh, obviously we're not happy about it. Uh, We simply think that uh, it will not help the industry to go ahead uh, by uh, uh, using research which is not uh, developed uh, on the wrong field and uh, it further weakens our situation here in the market. Jörg Grunval
0: from Analyze and Realize, Berlin-based contract research organization, says that generating IP is one thing, but defending it is another.
3: You don't need to publish data. Uh, You can decide uh, how to use them, um, if you use them for a patent application, and also in the patent you don't have to disclose everything, um, because then, then people have a hard time to copy you. Uh, the problem with, with intellectual property and patents is always you have to make sure to um, uh, being able to defeat your to defend your patent afterwards and uh, we have seen uh, even medium-sized companies which just ran into a lot of problems uh, not being able to afford um, to um, uh, fight for their, their rights. For example, in the US, uh, it's, it's, uh, it's very hard to uh, get uh, patents um, uh, enforced.
0: Well there you have it. It looks like IP will continue to be a cat and mouse game for the nutrition industries. For more news and insights please visit our websites at NutriIngredients.com and NutriIngredientsUSA.com